Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Today on the Morning News Roundup. A candlelight vigil will be held tonight for the woman pushed to her death at the Times Square subway station as Mayor Adams deals with the fallout. I'm Marla Diamond in Times Square. Hopeful signs we're getting past the Omicron surge. I think right now we're at a plateau. I'm Sean Adams. Two years ago today, JFK began screening passengers from a place called Wuhan. Something about a virus in our news radio 88 seconds and sound. This is Tuesday. It's January 18th. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane. We'll hear from Craig Allen about our next two chances for snow, he said wearily, tomorrow night and on Saturday. On this Tuesday morning, Mayor Adams says the tragic death of a New Yorker pushed in front of a subway train at Times Square is an outlier that only feeds a perception that the subways are not safe. He insists they are. Marla Diamond's in Times Square this morning. Marla, how does the death of Michelle go, despite the presence of uniform cops nearby, inform our conversation about how safe our subways are? Well, a lot of people are questioning just how safe they are. The mayor says it's an isolated incident, but the former transit cop who asked New Yorkers to judge him on how he handles public safety is facing his first big test three weeks into his term. The shocking death of 40-year-old Michelle Goh Saturday morning at the hands of a mentally ill man. The killing making national headlines with the potential to make visitors think twice before coming to New York City further hurting the city's economy. The mayor's approach to reducing crime may not be popular either with the new Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, who has instructed prosecutors to avoid seeking jail terms for all but the most serious of crimes. The mayor walks a thin line, saying we can make the subway safer with the right balance of policing and getting the mentally ill the help they need. Wayne Mar- and Paul? Marla, how are people remembering Michelle Go? I think we just, there you are. Marla, if you can still hear us, how are people remembering Michelle? Yes, a local Asian group is holding a candlelight vigil tonight here in Times Square. It'll be at 6 o'clock for uh, Michelle Goh, an Upper West Side resident. The California native was an executive at Deloitte Consulting since 2018. A former high school friend tells the New York Post she was the youngest in her high school class, but was a leader. She was a cheerleader. She also volunteered with the homeless. Marla, thanks. We can be more confident in saying the COVID surge appears over in our area, given another day of dropping case counts and hospitalizations, too. Sean Adams in Westchester this morning to break it down for us. Sean, is this across the board now? 
Uh, it, it appears to be for the region, at least. So Omicron really took off like a rocket, uh, sending the positivity rate soaring well above 20% in recent weeks. So while it continues to spread in other parts of the country, the tri-state region is seeing signs of retreat. New York State's positivity rate down to about 13%. Fewer people in hospitals as well. In New Jersey, hospitals are seeing a bit of relief. And in Connecticut, the, the positivity rate down to about 17%. Yale New Haven Health Chief Clinical Officer Dr. Tom Balsazak expects to see more improvement in the weeks to come. If you turn the pages back to spring of 2020, we had a very sharp rise, a very high peak, and then it really rapidly fell. In the other successive waves that we've had, it's been a slower up and a slower down. So South Africa is where Omicron first turned up. It took about a month uh, for it to peak there, a similar timeline in the U.K., so it seems that it could be our turn to go down. Wayne, Paul? Sean, after the surge, uh, what's next here? Can anyone predict? Well, epidemiologists are already looking ahead, trying to predict what uh, could be coming around the corner. And, and, and here's one thing they can say for certain. As long as there are unvaccinated people out there, the virus has a place to live and thrive, a reservoir, a place to spread, and that means a place to mutate. So more variants are expected. Uh, so we should uh, uh, expect to hear... Uh, very much the same thing uh, from from the healthcare community, uh, vaccination efforts, and then perhaps down the road, uh, new boosters or updated uh, vaccines, and uh, that cycle could go on until we get to the point where COVID is no longer considered pandemic. All right. Well, for right now, the news certainly is encouraging. Although in schools, latest attendance records as of January third show a third of New York City public school kids staying home. Starting today, a new policy will mark a student as present whether they are or not, as long as they meet with their teachers online and get their homework. They don't even have to be sick or in quarantine. In New Jersey, classrooms reopened today to most schools that went remote. 685 schools went entirely remote. Of that number, all but about 100 go back to class today. That includes all the big districts, Newark, Jersey City, Elizabeth, Trenton. But Patterson, which initially planned to reopen today, will keep schools closed until Monday. All kinds of things going on in the forecast. Craig Allen's a busy guy. This morning we have temperatures below freezing throughout the area. It is uh, 25 to 31. That covers just about the entire tri-state region. And the reason why it's not too different from place to place is because of the wind and the cloud cover. It's evening things out, but that wind is driving the wind chill down into the upper teens for most locales as well. So, first thing for today, it's windy and cold, with highs only up around 35. Tonight, the wind dies down a bit, 24 to 28. Tomorrow, wind picks up a bit, but it's from a southwest direction tomorrow, about 45 degrees, and one brief day of mild temperatures, followed by a period of rain late Wednesday night, which changes to snow Thursday morning, before getting out of here because cold air is coming back in and that could uh, mess up the Thursday morning commute a little bit with slippery conditions as temperatures fall towards the end of the week. 31 now, humidity 54%, and the northwest wind has the wind chill down to 19. I'm going to put you on the spot because my app, which is not a Craig Allen app, we don't have one of those yet, but my, no. <laughs> my weather app says that we got to watch for a potential for a possible major storm over the weekend. Are you in sync with that? Uh, it's there. It's showing up on the maps. Most maps have it just missing. One has it as a direct hit, and so it is indeed there and something to watch very closely. All right. Once all those models agree, I know you'll let us know. Craig Allen this morning at WCBS. An officer in Yonkers broke his neck trying to stop a man with a gun 
running through an apartment building on Main Street during the afternoon. Commissioner John Mueller says the officer, whom he did not name, is a 20-year veteran now in intensive care at Jacoby Hospital. I don't know why he jumped. We can only speculate. But to have an officer throw themselves over a banister, I would imagine one would think that he, is, uh, he felt like he was in grave danger. Several officers responded, and at least one fired shots at the suspected gunman hitting him in the calf. Body cam video exists, but has not been released. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup on a Tuesday. Tuesday, the Morning News Roundup. Good morning, I'm Wayne Kelly. And I'm Paul Burdain with your three things to know this morning. One, the Senate will begin debate on new voting rights protections today. Number two, 5G is set to be turned on tomorrow, but airlines want to turn it off within two miles of airports, warning there could be, as they put it, catastrophic interference, forcing planes to divert in bad weather. Third thing, New York City's Restaurant Week begins today, although it's actually running until February 13th, so it's more like Restaurant Month. Hundreds of restaurants are offering fixed-price lunches and dinners. Where else? When else? Can you get a three-course dinner for $59 in New York? Up next, our news archives. Here we go with 88 seconds and sound for this date, January 18th. It was a Sunday morning when the news broke, and maybe a lot of people weren't paying attention in 2020 to something that would soon take over our lives in ways we couldn't imagine. JFK is screening passengers from central China for a new virus. Anyone arriving from the Wuhan region is having their temperatures taken and filling out a questionnaire. Authorities say this new form of the coronavirus, a respiratory infection, is believed to be transmitted from animals to humans. Another ominous news item on this date happened in 2017 when NASA and NOAA said the previous year was the hottest ever, surpassing the year before, which had been the hottest ever. In fact, the last five years were the hottest on record, according to the World Meteorological Organization. Just take off your scientist hat and you look at it. Now what happens next is going to be even more important. New York City, 1980, the hottest club, Studio 54, took a hit of a different kind. When founders Steve Rebell and Ian Schrager were sentenced to three years in prison for tax evasion, it would be the beginning of the end. Studio 54 began as CBS Radio and TV's Studio 52 and is now the Roundabout Theater Company. As for Ian Schrager, well, he's now a discount rate city hotel owner and drew a few snickers from CBS Morning's Gail King when he talked about his hotel called Public. There's no doorman, there's no check-in desk, no spa, no room service. This does not sound like luxury to me. Well, you know, luxury is a state of being. It's a feeling. It's how it makes you feel. 1990 caught smoking crack in a hotel room. The mayor of Washington, D.C., Marion Barry. Released after six months in a federal prison, he ran for mayor again and won. The smartest way to leave town, come fly with Eastern. Eastern Airlines in 1991 landed for the last time. Only half of Eastern seats were filled with passengers. You may still see Eastern's insignia on airplanes now because in 2020, another company began flying under the Eastern banner. How can you have any pudding if you don't see Music on this day, Pink Floyd's masterpiece album, The Wall, hit number one in 1980. It was everywhere. To many of us in high school, it was our soundtrack. And debuting on the Billboard charts at a not very impressive number 45 on this date, the Beatles' U.S. chart debut. Oh, yeah, tell you something. In only two weeks, it was number one and would stay there for seven weeks in 1964. This is January 18th. What's the legend about the Beatles? They had, what, the five of the top ten or six of the top ten in one week in 1964? 
I uh, I don't know. Uh, it sounds about right. It sounds about right, though. But I will it? tell you this. I worked at a radio station in New Jersey years ago where uh, the owner came in one day. We had a new owner come in, bought yeah. the station for like five bucks, and, right. <laughs> and said to us, why are you playing the Beatles? They were never big here. They were only a fad. They were kind of big in the UK, oh, but they boy. were never big in this country. Where is he now? <laughs> I think he made a lot of money, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but not on radio. That's the Morning News Roundup for Tuesday morning. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 